Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Wow, tiny! Your boy, Catechism! Receive the body of Christ. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, no uh, Daryl the Guru Johnson today. I know. You expect that on a day like a Thursday. Oh, yeah, Goo, I took a shot at you. Nah, he wanted to be here for the deadline, that's why. That's true, that's true. Guru, uh, dental issue, I guess. Guess so. Apparently. He must be a hoot in the dentist's office. Like, Daryl the Guru Johnson walks in, hey, you know, we're gonna gotta, we gotta do this. I'm excited! I don't know if he like gets he- excited for the dentist. Well, he he does worry sometimes too, but I feel like once he feels comfortable enough in any given situation, he also makes the dentist feel comfortable. He makes the the person at the front office feel comfortable. I mean, he just he lights up a room. So it's hard, I, th- I think, for me to envision him feeling uh, you know negative about getting something that needs to get done. Yeah, I, he's an upbeat guy. That's there's, for there's, sure. There's no doubt about it. So you're saying you're not, or not at the dentist. I mean, not at the dentist at all. Uh, so let's get into this 49er uh, situation. Jay Glazer, Fox Sports Insider. I don't even know where to start, but we'll start with him. Take a listen to, to Jay Glazer. There's buzz out there that Jimmy Garoppolo could have played in the NFC Championship game. No, but so it, it, it's not that. Like, they're hoping kind of more for the Super Bowl, but even so, he wouldn't have been able to do everything. Kind of would have been able to do a little bit more than Purdy was able to do at the NFC Championship game. But they were, they were hoping he was going to be able to be, and there was maybe the emergency third. Well, Kyle's never had an emergency third. Nope. I mean, I thought the emergency third was use check. Apparently so, not. I guess not. But um, also, that news coinciding... That's not really news. But uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's going to have surgery on February 22nd. And uh, according to doctors, it's it's the six-month one. It's a repair, not a reconstruction. Correct. So... If if that's the case, Evan, and and 49er fans, 
Is it cut and dry? You know what? We're planning on Brock Purdy being the number one quarterback when training camp opens up next year. Yes. Is it that simple? Yeah. Brock Purdy is QB1R right now, and the one would be an IR. So currently he's injured, injured reserve. And when he returns, that R at the end of the QB1 gets removed, and he is slotted right back in as at the top of the hierarchy. That's the way that I see it. I'd like to see a competition. Well, I'm sure Kyle Shanahan will say it's a competition. True. He probably will. He'll, pu- he'll publicly say, yeah, you know, we're giving Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. And Trey Lance will have a leg up because he's going to be available for OTAs and he's going to be healthy. And I know that he was speaking earlier today about his mentality heading into this offseason and not taking anything for granted. And I'm rooting for Trey Lance. But he also mentioned the fact that Brock Purdy showed it on the field. Brock Purdy has not lost a football game in which he started and finished. And I feel like it's going to be hard to immediately move off of a guy like that that helped you so much this season in a time in which you thought the season might be over to then just reorganize the hierarchy and say, you know what, our QB1 at the beginning of last year was Trey Lance. We're going to start the year the exact same way. Brock Purdy, you got to come off the bench. Although, you know, I know he's, he's had a good run, Brock Purdy, but then you're saying... We're giving you the starting job for a half a year. I mean, for what you did for a half a year. So what you're saying, Brock Purdy is heading into next year would be just the ultimate insurance policy? I'm saying I don't know who who will end up starting week one. Like, I, I actually don't... On a, on a scale of, you know, a letter grade, what would you give a letter grade right now... 49ers are going to be coming back next year with Purdy coming off a shoulder and Trey Lance coming off an injury. You like that? Well, it sounds like Brock Purdy is going to be 100% by after the six-month timeline, August 22nd. Right. Because, again, it's not like he is going to be sidelined for six months. He can't throw for three and then ramps up over the final three months of the six-month timeline. And I think that's why when we're hearing the year of the end-of-the-year press conference from Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, Shanahan can, one, definitively say that he has two starting quarterbacks, and number two, he can also say, essentially, there's no way in hell that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on this team next year. He doesn't foresee a scenario in which that becomes the case, even though there are some people around the NFL that are floating the idea of Jimmy G returning. But I think the people, and we're talking about, you know, Brian Baldinger said Garoppolo's a good option. Montana thinks Garoppolo's a good option. But I'm, but the re, there's reports out there that basically Garoppolo's uh, situation with the 49ers, his relationship with Shanahan and Lynch is soured, which I completely believe. I believe that. I don't believe, and that's why I think. The reason I think Kyle Shanahan left no doubt that he can't see a scenario is because he knows Jimmy G doesn't want to be here and won't be here. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't want to be here. He doesn't. Even if even if somehow Kyle Shanahan and, and Lynch could say, we, we really need you, he's, he's gone. I think... I think they know that relationship is now fully severed. I also don't think that that means that Jimmy Garoppolo didn't want to play in the NFC title game. No, I wouldn't have either based on what his injury was and what his time to return table also was. Like, if you're telling me that, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo 
was or could have done more than Brock Purdy. Well, yeah, he had a right arm. I get, yeah, I guess he could have stood back there and thrown a football because Brock Purdy couldn't. He had a torn UCL. But if the risk of going into that game, he just saw what happened to Brock Purdy. He also saw what just happened to Josh Johnson. And he's had a history of injuries going up against a Philadelphia front that just took out two of your quarterbacks. Why would I want to go into that game and hurt myself further heading into a free agency year when I got a chance to finally recoup on what I thought I was going to get last year but didn't? Whether it's your fault because you didn't get the surgery, that's fine. But now he's got a chance to go out and an opportunity to get a starting job somewhere else, get multiple years. I'm not going to sacrifice that, especially if there's a large chance that you're not healthy anyways. Like he is doing himself damage by playing in that game at as a shell of himself. And also my question would be like, what does Jimmy Garoppolo owe the 49ers? Well, I would say, honestly, he owes him. He owes him play. uh, He owes him his play. If he's healthy, if he was healthy. Yes. Right. But I don't, I don't, I mean, the question would be, since Kyle Shanahan's never kept the third emergency quarterback on the active roster, he wasn't going to do it for Garoppolo one week out of the year. So the only way Garoppolo is activated, to me, is if he's more mobile than Josh Johnson, which he probably wasn't. I'd, I'd be I'd be surprised if he was. But He's also just not that mobile of a guy. Right, right. So I... I I don't think I, I don't think he was healthy enough to play. I mean, maybe they were probably hoping to he would have been the backup for the Super Bowl. That I could believe. But even if he's the backup for the Super Bowl, I mean, you're right. Then he might have to be pressed into duty after not playing for more than half a year. And yeah, optimistically, it sounds great. Yeah, you come back for the NFC Championship or you come back if they had beaten Philadelphia out of the Super Bowl and... You know, you, you hopefully win, you do whatever you got to do. But no, like heading into this offseason, to me, there was a clear split the moment that Jimmy G even chose to return of this is going to be my last year in San Francisco. I am going to be your backup for the 49ers. If I'm pressed into duty, I can do my job. I can help you win, hopefully win a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. And then... You let me go, I'm off into the ether, and I have a chance to hopefully be the starting quarterback for another football team. Like, And, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo has been a professional enough in his time in San Francisco and his time in the NFL to say that I, I, I'm not going to call him selfish for making no that decision if, that's ended up, if that ended up being the situation. If I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I say, you know what, for a few years now I've been professional. I ain't not – he never said I'm not being professional – but I think he's 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 been professional for two or three years, and now he's like, yeah, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. They didn't, you know. I just saw a quote from Kyrie Irving. He felt disrespected in Brooklyn, and people are going to snicker at that. I think Jimmy Garoppolo does he have the right to feel a little disrespected here in San Francisco, either by the the organization or the fans? Yes, I think so. I mean, look, he hasn't been your Mahomes, or your Brady, or your Rogers. But you've been to two NFC title games. I know that he, well, three. I mean, he was responsible in a way for helping you get to this past one because he took the baton from Trey Lance when he went down and helped you get some wins. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo, is uh, he's not a perfect quarterback. He's not a perfect human being. But 
Like if that's, I, I don't I don't know what else you want from him at this point aside being a better player. Right. Like that, right. That's really everyone's quarrel with Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place. It's not how he acts off the field. He's never thrown a teammate under the bus. He's never talked bad about Trey Lance publicly. He's never gone after Kyle Shanahan in the front office for, you know, whether throwing up the peace sign last year or this year saying there's no scenario where he's coming back. We haven't heard from Jimmy Garoppolo. We probably won't until whatever the team he signs with right. next. Jimmy Garoppolo is his only fault is not being a Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback. And honestly, that's 95% of quarterbacks. Hell yeah. Exactly. 925. I'm not even a San Francisco fan, but how can Purdy not be the starter? He won basically every game and looked great doing it. You're overthinking it, Steiny. Maybe. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. But I do think that, I think the way Kyle Shanahan is going to play it is saying we're going to go into camp. Remember, I mean, they still they they went after Trey Lance. They saw something in Trey Lance that they really liked. Shanahan most specifically. So while I don't I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm I'm probably overthinking it, but I do think that Shanahan will say Brock Purdy's our number one heading into camp. But like any quarterback, he could be beaten out. Hell, Tom Brady could be beaten out if Somebody had a better training camp. I mean, obviously, I'm exaggerating, but it's an easy thing for a coach to say. No, I, I think you're right. It's look, if Brock Purdy comes back from the elbow injury and isn't the same quarterback or can't make the throws that he could before, I don't expect that to happen, but you're right. Yes, there could be a scenario where Kyle Shanahan isn't comfortable with what the new version of Brock Purdy is immediately and saying, well, we also got, like you said, another starting quarterback in Trey Lance. Mike's in San Jose. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, man? Hey guys, how you doing? Enjoying the show? Thank you. I just have a little different. I have a little different day. All right. Uh, first, I'll touch on the QB and then on Purdy for a second. But I believe Shanahan drafted Trey Lance, thinking his speed would get around the outside in the NFL, and he doesn't seem to be able to do that. I believe Matt Ryan will be cut in the next two weeks and get twelve million dollar payout. I believe he goes with Brock Purdy and Matt Ryan is a come in and just in case Brock Purdy isn't ready and trade Trey Lance. That's just my belief. Shanahan will have the guy that knows how to run his offense, senior veteran team, and there's no wondering. I will say one thing as somebody who has been through this operation with his son twice. My son was a quarterback. My son did the reattachment. Then the reattachment didn't quite work. He had to go back and do the full reconstruction. I'll just say this politely, because when the 49ers talk, I don't always believe what they say. If you're doing the reattachment, you generally can do it within a week. If you're having to wait a month to do surgery, I'm going to believe there's more to it than we're Mm. being told. Good stuff, Mike. Appreciate it. I have a buddy who I call Harry that I uh, exchange emails with. He's he's, uh, in that camp. He thinks that Trey Lance is going to get traded. If he's not the starter, like Trey Lance's agent's going to be like, what, what's going on here? Now, I, obviously, you can't force the 49ers to, to do something, but it, it, it's staggering. It really is staggering the, the uh, comparison between Wiseman and Trey Lance. That's true. It's incredible. I also think there's more of a path based on the last few years in San Francisco at the quarterback position. There is more of a chance of Trey Lance 
getting playing time this upcoming season and finding his way because Brock Purdy might get hurt. Like, they lost four quarterbacks last year. They have lost multiple quarterbacks in previous seasons. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to want to go into a year, and maybe he wants a you know a veteran quarterback like like Matt Ryan, a guy that he's familiar with. But I also think that Kyle Shanahan likes the option of going to another guy and seeing potentially the original choice in the first place before Brock Purdy usurped him. I don't think that James Wiseman right now is in a position where there's an injury in front of him that is going to allow him to play more than he currently is. He's just going to have to earn minutes. Trey Lance, to me, is set up to where... I'm just looking at the trends there. And QBs can't stay healthy in San Francisco, so Trey Lance is probably going to get a chance to start. Well, Trey Lance... uh, Who who was uh, this interview with? Do we know? The Trey Lance one? Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen? Take a listen to Trey Lance. He was asked about Brock Purdy and his situation. Uh, it wasn't that situation, and I, I wouldn't want it to be that way. Um, Brock played way too well, um, and, and Brock played at, at such a high level and handled himself the right way. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't want it to be a, a situation where I'm just handed something. Um, and I feel horrible, obviously, for Brock for his injury. Um, for me, I mean, I mean, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. Uh, whether it's his, he's going to be better for it. Mine, I'm going to be better for it. Um, and I'm excited to just get on the field and compete. So you- That's all I want to opportunity to do he just wants to compete yeah and and i think the question was like you know would you be okay if brock basically became the qb1 in in front of you because that's what everyone's asking and he's essentially saying hey look brock has proved it and he's also professional enough to realize like he can't come out and and say anything you know denigrating but it's just the reality of the situation. I think Trey Lance is a really smart guy, and he recognizes that whether it be due to injury or him not proving enough off the field or on the field, that has created this spot to where Brock Purdy has thrived. And you're going to ride the hot hand. If a guy hasn't lost a football game, how can I say, all right, you know what? All of a sudden, this offseason, all things being equal, we're going to go back to the guy before you. Well, you would do that. I actually think there's a chance that that could happen. Yeah? I, I think there's... I, I think one thing that's on the table is Brock Purdy's the starter next year, but he's just not quite as good. He's just not quite as good, and we get into the same kind of area that we got into with Garoppolo. Like, I think that's within the realm of possibility. If, if, if Brock Purdy... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Doesn't take, what was it, take the next step. Yeah. Then I think Kyle Shanahan would go you know, if they're three and four next year with Purdy, then and and Lance is the backup. I think he'd go to Lance if he believes in him. Yeah, potentially, and, and that could be a situation where, like Garoppolo, you see whatever the writing on the wall is, or whenever the train comes to a skidding halt, whether it be the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. Unfortunately for Garoppolo and the Niners in nineteen, maybe there is a spot where Kyle says, "Hey, Trey Lance can just do more than Brock Purdy can." Right now, I think Brock is ahead of him. Because he can make his free throws, he can make the layups. Like right. that's that's by all accounts why Trey Lance, you know, wasn't seen as a sure thing heading into next year because he was completing half his passes in practice and you know, it was dirt and balls from five yards out. And the hope was that he could make up for it with his arm talent and being able to hit on deep balls and be able to move the ball explosively, chunk plays down the field. Brock Purdy also kind of did that. Like, there were a lot of 25-plus-yard touchdowns thrown by Brock Purdy this year. And sure, he didn't have the zip on the ball that Trey Lance does. But maybe Kyle Shanahan's saying, look, I can scheme those guys open for either of these guys. But one can hit them more than the other. And that's why I'm going with Brock Purdy. I mean, I I don't think it's a terrible situation to have Purdy. and I, I get it. Ideally, they're both healthy. But... I'm going to assume they're both going to be healthy by the start of the season. And let's see, you know, if, if, if Purdy's going to be the starter to start, okay, well then, then be good enough to keep your job. If not, we'll go to the backup. Let's go to uh, Steve's in the city. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Hey, guys. Uh, I just uh, one follow up because I heard Evan say definitively that uh, Purdy was the starter. I, w- I wasn't sure if I'd missed something where. Kyle had, had uh, said that. I oh, mean, no, sorry. My, that, that, that was just my opinion, Steve. Sorry. What? Okay, got it. Got it. I mean, so, uh, I mean, from my perspective, a guy who was drafted in the seventh round who put together the string that Purdy did uh, this year, totally to his credit, that buys him an open competition in next fall's camp. I, I don't understand how you would, how, how you ditch a guy that you put three first rounders up for. Um, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember how thrilled we all were with Jimmy Garoppolo thinking that we had stolen a franchise quarterback for a second-round pick. And then, you know, it turns out he was actually more 
along the lines of what everybody else thought he was. So I, it, I, I was just curious to hear Evans thinking more on why this is such a slam dunk for Purdy. Well, and, and thanks for the call, Steve. The other reason that Evan probably said that was because the, the, the surgery date for Purdy has taken shape now. It's going to be February 22nd, and the expectation is he will be ready to go in six uh, six months. He'll be ready to go, and I think I think the thinking is that if he's a complete, if he's a hundred percent, he goes into camp as the number one starter. I mean, I guess somebody's got to start out number one, right? Somebody's got to be the number one starter going into camp. Yeah, and I think there can be a competition. Look, if Brock Purdy comes back from surgery and he's a, a terrible quarterback, then yes, Kyle Shanahan has no problem going back to Trey Lance. I am assuming that Brock Purdy, with the consistency that he showed from those eight and nine games, however you want to slice it, he's not going to regress enough for Trey Lance based on what I saw and how Kyle Shanahan chose to use Trey Lance. Trey is not going to be able to make up that much ground to catch Purdy by the beginning of the season, in which case, even if you're having a competition, like you said, Steiny, there is a hierarchy to start with. Even if Kyle Shanahan comes out and says publicly it's an open competition, I mean, you like you know from playing college sports, like at the beginning of every year, head coach comes and says, "Hey, anybody's spot is up for the right. taking." You know, if, if you know if if so and so outplays Steiny, he's going to get to start. But you know where you stand, like you right. know what you did the year before, and you know how that impacts your pecking order in the system. That's how I see it playing out with Brock Purdy. And while it may yeah, definitive, I don't know 100%, but that's why I said that I believe Brock Purdy comes back in as QB1. Makes sense. It makes sense. See, here, even though I, I don't, even though I kind of like where the Niners are quarterback wise, I will acknowledge, like, I'm not ready to say either of them is their franchise quarterback yet. Not with you there, yeah. But maybe they both are franchise type quarterbacks. Like, I'm not ruling that out either. And so that kind of is why. Um, you know, I, I don't know if Purdy's going to be the number one starter or if, if there's going to be a competition. But I want to see them both. Like, I want to see who who comes out as the starter at week one. And then I, I think we're in a situation where whoever, if it's Purdy one and Lance two, or it's Lance one and Purdy two, the number one's going to have to play well. Like, that's ideally what, what would happen. I also do think, and I'm, I'm curious what you think about this, Steiny, that... The reason why Brock Purdy waited a week to get the surgery, at least from all signs from Shanahan Lynch and now Purdy's camp, may be because Brock Purdy was trying to find a way not to get the surgery as opposed to trying to figure out if he actually needed Tommy John or not. Maybe he was trying to err on the side of optimism and say, I don't even need a repair like this UCL is going to recover by itself as opposed to, oh, well, maybe I got to think about getting the TJ like. I think that's also one of the reasons why he might have waited seven days to decide when he's going to get the surgery. Uh, from the 415, good stuff, 415. I know how Stein he is with words. Number one starter is redundant. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think that one's on me. No, I said it too. I've used it multiple times. I said it. I said it too. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. I see Zach. I see T. We can get back into this 49ers quarterback situation. Does it even matter? Does it even matter who's number one at the start of the season? 
888-957-9570. We'll talk about it on the other side. Steiny, are you ever in a good mood? I'm in the, in the best mood of my life right now. Are you kidding? Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Evan Giddings in for Daryl the Guru Johnson. Half hour left, and we turn it over to uh, Ratto and Damon. They have Peter King at 5 o'clock. Trade deadline tomorrow at noon. And here's, uh, here's the latest. I'll throw a couple things at you. Uh, this is Sham Sharania. Uh, the Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves are in discussions on a three-team deal that would send D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, and draft compensation, such as a first-round pick to Utah, and then Mike Conley Jr. would go to Minnesota. That's from Shams. And then Adrian Wojnarowski six minutes ago said... Uh, According to sources, three-team trade is largely hinging on how Minnesota values D'Angelo Russell in in a potential deal and their return of draft assets. Lakers and Jazz have significant deal structure in place, but Minnesota has been engaged elsewhere on D'Angelo Russell, too. D'Angelo Russell. Former Golden State Warrior. If he goes to the uh, Lakers... And they lose Westbrook. Are you more scared of the Lakers with D'Angelo Russell than Westbrook? No. No, I'm not. What about if the Lakers get Mike Conley? I, to me, it's a net neutral. Like Each of those players, they're, they're upgrades, I guess, from Russell Westbrook. But are either of those players going to come off the bench like Russell Westbrook did? I don't know. Look, I, I don't think the Los Angeles Lakers are a piece away or an upgrade away from being a threat to Golden State. And as far as D'Angelo Russell is concerned, I, we got kind of a good look at him and the type of player that he is. And he can fill it up. He's a streaky shooter at times. But I think the best thing that D'Angelo Russell ever did in Golden State was create an outlet for the Warriors to trade him for Andrew Wiggins. Like that That's how I think a lot of people will end up remembering his short stay in 2020. So Conley would go to Minnesota? Oh, he would go to Minnesota. Yeah. Russell goes to L.A. Westbrook goes to Utah. I think I messed that up the first time. Uh, if I'm Minnesota, I'd rather have Conley than uh, than D'Angelo Russell. I think I would, Conley's too, for, for what they want to build, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center. With over 75 showrooms in one location, the SF Gift and Jewelry Center has gifts for every budget. So this Valentine's Day, you can definitely give... The BDE, that's Big Diamond Energy, everybody. What did you think they meant? Visit today, 888 Brandon Street in San Francisco, or shop online at sfgcjm.com. Mm-hmm. Let's go out to the phones, uh, wrap up some uh, some 49er quarterback talk. Let's go to Zach in, in uh, San Francisco. What's going on, Zach? How you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. By the way, I'd never trade Westbrook for D'Angelo Russell or Conley, but anyway, um, I would I would much rather have D'Angelo Russell. But on the 49ers, um, I I think I'm surprised that people are willing to put the draft the, where he was drafted in the in the conversation or in the decision because it really has nothing to do with it. It's just proof that quarterback is the hardest position to draft. You know, if you don't go to a couple of schools. It's basically drafted off the combine, which you can't tell. Fine, you can tell somebody can throw 60 yards. You can't tell about their decision-making or their accuracy. 
And he's already proven that. He's proven he takes good risks. He's proven he's accurate. I think he's going in easily as the starter. There's talking about Brock no Purdy. Why anybody else be considered. You're talking about Purdy, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Tom Brady was drafted low. Why? By that logic of not giving him the starter, they would have brought back Drew Bledsoe and, you know, given him another shot. No, I hear you, Zach. Thanks for the call. I And I think... It, I think you're right. I think, but I think two things are are at play here. One is, I agree. You reach a point where wherever the guy was drafted, it's irrelevant. You, you got to either play the guy or not, or you got to trade him or not, or make a decision on him or not. With that said, the fact that they gave up what they gave up to move up to get Trey Lance, even though it may it it shouldn't mean anything now, it sure meant three years ago that the 49ers were making a commitment to the position and to this particular player. It doesn't mean you're, you're, you're guided by that or you're mandated by that high draft pick to get this guy on the field, but it is an indication of how important they thought it was three years ago to get this guy and move up to get him. But I, I do agree in general like, we're going to get to the point, I don't care if Wiseman's the number two pick. I don't care if Lance is the number three pick. Are they, can they play or not? But taking them at the spot that they did, and in the case of Lance, giving up the assets you did for him, does also indicate how much of a sure thing they believed him to be, I think. Because if you think that Trey Lance can't get on the field before year three or year four, are you giving up three first-round picks for that player? Well, but that's... I mean, that's kind of the arrogance that the Warriors had. Like, they're what Wiseman and Lance essentially didn't have a lot of tape. Now, I know Lance had the unbelievable season. One season. Wiseman had three games. Right. So, I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is, but could they have known that Trey Lance with that, like, When's the last player who didn't have experience, essentially? I guess LeBron, maybe, is who we're talking about. But, you know, shame on the the Warriors or the 49ers for, for taking Lance or taking Wiseman and Lance, respectively, and expecting them to play right away. And they both did this. Both teams did the same thing because Kyle Shanahan, what'd you try to do last year? Well, develop Trey Lance and win a Super Bowl. You can't do that. You can't do it with Wiseman either and win an NBA title. No, and I think Trey Lance is a little more sumptuous from the 49ers because that is the most important position on the floor or on the field, pardon me. And it's not like James Wiseman is asked to come in and immediately be your best player or your your driving force, so to speak. Not that Lance has to be that because they have a great defense, they have a great running game, they have great pieces around him, but obviously quarterback is more important to football than center is to basketball. I think, look, Sonny, if I asked you who's more likely to be traded, okay, James Wiseman before the deadline tomorrow, Trey Lance before the beginning of next season, you say what? I'd say Wiseman. I'd say Wiseman. What would you say? I would say Wiseman because... I think Trey Lance is in the same position to where they're both not necessarily, uh, their stock price is not its highest, or hopefully not as high as it's going to be right now. But Trey Lance is more of a necessity, I think, with what the quarterback position has been as far as rotating cast of characters in San Francisco. 
than what James Wiseman writing is to the Golden State Warriors, at least what they've shown us in Golden State. T's in San Jose. What's going on, T? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, good show, guys. Hey, um, let's uh, hypothetically speaking, let's say that Kyle Shanahan re-signs Jimmy Garoppolo. How would you two feel if Kyle Shanahan goes with the same quarterback order uh, coming into the 2022 season? We did go 15 and five. It wasn't all because of Brock Purdy. Trey Lance is the only quarterback that has an excuse for me. He did well, how many games he played to play like three, four games only. He did get hurt in the second game. Jimmy G, whether we, whatever we can say about him, uh, he finds ways to win games. How would you two feel about that? Basically, you go into camp and you start out with Lance, and then you have Garoppolo, and then you have Purdy. I mean, I think I think the thing that we we're finding out is Jimmy Garoppolo has no interest in being here. He's not like he does not want to resign here. And I, I almost get the sense that if if the 49ers said, "Look, we're not sure Purdy's going to be ready uh, because of the shoulder, because of the elbow, and we're not sure if Trey Lance will ever be ready, Jimmy. Um, any chance we can work out a two or three year deal?" He would probably be like, "No." Well, especially his next question and would be... And they wouldn't probably want him or ask him to do that. His next question would be, am I QB3? Right. Because like, it's not like last year where he came back and he knew that he was going to be the backup. Because we didn't know about Brock Purdy yet. We thought that position might be Nate Sudfeld's. Like, we had no clue right. who the quarterback three was. This year, there's a clear beginning and end of that list. And right now, it's Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Why would Jimmy... Even if it's for, even if it's for multiple years and guaranteed money... It wouldn't be enough to me to try and offset whatever he can try and get on the open market. And he's coming to a position where he has to wait till not one, but two quarterbacks go down. I'm not interested in that if I'm him. Yeah, I'm going to take Shanahan at his word. There's no scenario where Jimmy's back. Uh, Matt's in San Rafael. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Hey, guys. Um, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing good. 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 Um, I want to piggyback on what the guy two callers ago said regarding... Um, Purdy and Lance, in my mind, the way I would look at it is the, the 49ers used three firsts and got two quarterbacks. I, I know that that's not the way that sure. you initially gotcha. look at it, but the fact of the matter is they've got a starter that looks like a long-term starter in Purdy, and regarding Lance, they can't trade him. It's going to cost them more to trade him than to keep him, so why not give him a chance? And if he progresses and becomes a good quarterback... They're in a really good position where they've either got to make a decision or they have draft capital. And I agree, there is no way Garoppolo is coming back. It just seems like he was a little salty toward the end of the year. I thought he could have played in that last game, to be honest with you. Interesting. Yeah, there's uh, reports are out there that you know Garoppolo and the 49ers. They're just Jimmy Garoppolo is a part of the past. Okay, Brock Purdy and Trey Lance are the future in San Francisco. I will take. I will take Kyle Shanahan's word for that. But let me let me throw this at you, okay? Is there any comparison to, to be made this way? If you're give like everybody says, hey, the the Warriors could do it. They did it last year. Mm-hmm. They could do it. And even I have to acknowledge, yes, it's possible. Well, guess what? The Garoppolo wasn't supposed to be here last year either. You want to bet? Nope. 
<laughs> so, and actually, actually, I'm, I am glad you brought this up because Jimmy Garoppolo last year was the one who said, see ya. Right. Lynch and Shanahan spoke before. They did not mention that it was a foregone conclusion that True. he was gone. This year, Kyle Shanahan definitively comes right. out and says, yeah. there's no scenario in which Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back. That was not last year. So even if it was a 99% chance that Jimmy G was gone, we didn't hear that from the front office like we heard it this year. Yeah, no, that's, that's why I think he's in the past. That's that's fair. That is right. That's right. Garoppolo came to the podium after those other two guys, and neither Lynch nor Shanahan. That's why it was such a shot. Anything definitive. That's right. See ya. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Gotcha. Um, we got Damon and Rado coming up at three o'clock. Uh, it's two forty-six. Here's my question. 49ers going to make a deal before the start of our show tomorrow. The trading deadline. And the Warriors. What did yes. I say, Niners? Niners, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sorry out there. Uh, uh, the Golden State Warriors. Will they make a... And this is going to be perfect. The deadline is exactly at noon tomorrow. So right when we get on the show, will the Warriors have a new acquisition? And you, you and Guru can talk about it with Andrew Bogut, who's supposed to come oh, nice. on the show tomorrow. Nice. And we've been talking about them a lot in centers and what the Warriors do and what they don't do in the system. So a lot of questions there. You going to answer mine? Which one? Are they going to make a move? No. I, this is why I, I, we, we set the half an acquisition by the end of the trade deadline tomorrow. I think it hits under. I don't think they make a move. And I think this is the team that they decide they're going to ride with and that they will win or lose or have the chance to compete for a championship with. I think they have enough pieces. I know that that you don't. But I also don't think that... Look, if there was a move to make to increase that margin of error that Bob Myers talked to you and Guru about, I think they would do it. I just don't think that move is out there. Like, we're talking about Mike Conley and D'Angelo Russell and Russell Westbrook, three-point guards kind of shifting locations. I don't think that James Wiseman or Moses Moody is going to be enough to net you a caliber player of that ilk. Like, even Russell Westbrook, I wouldn't want him at Golden State. I don't think he fits at all. I think he's a selfish player. But he is apparently good enough, along with picks and other compensation, to get you a D'Angelo Russell. Do you see a D'Angelo Russell-level player available that Wiseman or Moody or some package that the Warriors can put together could net? I mean, the name that we're throwing around is Ananobi. Yeah, you know, and and see, I think there's another factor, another piece to this too. If you're, let's just, I'm just going to throw Ananobi out there. Maybe there's Wiseman and Moody for Ananobi. Well, I, you know who wants to make that trade? Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and uh, and Clay Thompson. You know, who doesn't want to make that move probably is Joe Lacob, and maybe even Myers. You know who does want to make that deal? Probably Steve Kerr. So I I do see I do see how there's multiple ways to go and not necessarily one's completely right or completely wrong. I just there's just something about, you know, you've and in a way I feel like you've ridden with Wiseman this long already. Just let it let him get past the trade deadline and finish out the year, and, and if we need to, we'll revisit it at the end of the year. 
And even if Steve Kerr and the big three want a move to be made, the front office has come out and said they did it before the beginning of last year. And they said, we're like, we don't we're not giving in to players like they do their job and we do ours. And I understand this year is much different from last year already. But if Stephen Curry makes a call, which I don't think he does, he's not this type of guy. But if Draymond Green or Clay Thompson, these guys make a call and say, hey, I want this guy. Go make a deal. Well, then the front office can say, hey, we didn't do that last year. You guys won the championship. Like, what, like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, we made the right call in their minds. Even if the young guys weren't a major focal point of that championship, they technically can say they did their job and the front office gave this core a chance to win the championship, and they proved they could do it, so why not try and prove it again? I think the big, the big three could say, you gave us a shot last year. We have no shot this year. <laughs> with with because we have too many young players who, yeah. who need to who need to be better than they are right now. I'll tell you one thing we haven't talked about. And believe it or not, I, I think they're all big now. Warriors Portland tonight. Every game. Happy birthday, Clay Thompson, thirty three years old. Uh they got what, three games before the break or four? Three or four. And I'm telling you, I just think that this is they, they've got to stay in the mix when Curry's out because I think we're starting to see, and I, I've been saying this, just a little bit of separation. You know, all of a sudden, what, the, the Clippers are five over now. They're five games over 500. And all of a sudden, the Phoenix Suns have won eight of ten. So, though, you know, if in the next six games those two teams win four out of six or five out of six and the Warriors go two out of six or two out of five, then all of a sudden the Warriors are, are four or five games out of the, let's say, the, the fourth spot. And I always say this, it's not baseball. It's not like baseball when you're three games out and you can make it up in a weekend. It's much harder to do that in the NBA. And it's also going to be harder to do that this year because they're still going to, they're going to be, you're going to have to leapfrog a bunch of teams. It is. Yeah, two and a half is not the two and a half it is in baseball, but still two and a half games back gets you to the third seed right now if you're Golden State and you're looking at Portland. The Lakers are coming into town this weekend. You got the Wizards on Monday, and then you head down to L.A. for a back-to-back with, uh, pardon me, not a back-to-back, but Clippers and Lakers. So like, so there, four games left. There, there's, there's winnable games. Or, sorry, well, yeah, there, there's winnable games coming up. Yeah, Blazers, Portland? Lakers, Wizards, and Clippers. Okay, so Portland... The Lakers, Wizards, and Clippers. Can you win three of those? Without, I think, without I think Steph Curry? If Clay Thompson heading into his age 33 year, which to me is numerically symbolic because he's shooting more threes than ever before, um, if he can continue to carry you like he did last night, if Jordan Poole can continue to have, quote unquote, his best right. game in the NBA, according to Draymond Green, and if Wiggins can come out of his slump and some of the guys can step up. I don't see why they can't go 3 and 1. Well, one way, one reason they can't go 3 and 1 is cuz two of those games are on the road. And they stink oh, on the road. But listen, one of those is tonight. You're right. So they and, get one. But this is the game all season they've lost. This game tonight all season they've basically lost. They're on, they can get to 3 games over 500. They can beat a half decent team on the road. Let's see if they can do it tonight. You know what? This is a chance for Steiny. What's that? Just their fourth winning streak this season. So a streak of three games or more in a row. There you have it. Damon Dorado next. Infinite number of outcomes. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 